Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Roy Green isn't afraid to poke the bear. The bigger the bear, the bigger the poke. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Lieutenant Colonel Steve Day will join us at the top of the next hour, the former commanding officer of Canada's National Counterterrorism Special Forces Unit, JTF-2, Joint Task Force 2. And uh, this after that um, terror rampage in New York City just a couple of days ago. Who are these um, people who are infatuated with terror organizations? I mean, who are they? Got 60 former ISIS types coming back into Canada, or they're already here. The Brits don't know what to do with theirs. So they're giving them free housing and, uh, and money. So I'll talk to Dr. Day about that. And then we have the, the Algerian man. Not even, he's not Canadian. He was at Gitmo, and he's suing Canada for $50 million dollars because Canada's security agencies were conferring with their American counterparts while he was at Gitmo. And so he's suing Canada for $50 million. We'll see where that goes. What can you come up with? What, what, what can you say? What point can you raise that is controversial? The people might have difficulty speaking about And the reason we're talking about it is that Cato survey, which says 71% of Americans say political correctness has done away with, has silenced discussions society needs to have. 1-800-263-2428. Dave is in Vancouver. Hey, Dave, thank you for the call, sir. Roy, I'm always enjoying the program. Greetings from God's country, beautiful Vancouver, beautiful day. Yes, sir. My simple statement would be, and I'm quoting from the great ethics specialist Margaret Somerville, just an opinion on her part when she was asked. She simply said, I would prefer that there be two parents raising children. Now, you can agree with her or disagree with her because there's millions of single parents that have done a wonderful job, including a recent former premier of British Columbia, mom raised the kids, and, you know, uh, so on. But the University of Waterloo tried to stop her from getting an honorary degree, and it was a significant number of professors that tried to pose it. Fortunately, saner minds prevailed, but I would suggest to you, uh, Roy, that within a few years, Margaret would have been banned from even making that statement. Maybe. And not allowed to get her honorary Maybe. Degree. Maybe. And she's a remarkable woman. She's the founder of the, uh, of the Ethics uh, Institute at McGill University. Considered to be one of the greats. She really is. I have met her. She, so uh, uh, 
you know, I do know about her and have met her, and as I say, yeah. but no, that's just an example, and this is the way we're going, and uh, it's a very sad commentary. So the question, actually, the question is now, is it yeah. too controversial to say that kids would be better off in a two-parent household, right? Is that the, is that the point? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. and I'll, I'll tell you something, Roy. It's my 50th anniversary of first going out to UBC, and I've been given the honor and privilege of attending some of the classes that I took 50 years ago. And, you know, the, the professors are wonderful, the students are wonderful, but I tell you, I would suggest that every second uh, lecture I hear from the professor, I hope you don't mind me saying this, I hope I can say this, give me a break. Yeah, I, I attended in the summer of love, 67, the year of freedom of speech in Berkeley. My, a different world today, Roy, for sure. It is a very different world. Hey, on your show, and I appreciate it. Hey, Dave, we like to approach the difficult issues and questions, and if I get the challenges, usually the challenges come by email later, which is sort of the coward's way out, but anyway, it's, it's the way it is. Appreciate your call, Dave, in Vancouver, 800-263-2428. Are kids better off in a two, two-parent family? Yes. Yes. Which is not to say, I'm not hedging, which is not to say that one parent cannot do a good job. So my mom mostly raised me after my dad died when I was 12. So I, I know what it's about. But a kid's better off in a two-parent family with, yeah, they are. Not talking, not talking about who's better off as far as the parents are concerned. Are the kids better off? Yes. And I know that there are going to be people who are going to say, so you want, you, want, you want two parents who don't agree with one another. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's not a bad argument, but it really is a sidetrack. Josh is in Vancouver calling us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Hello, Josh. How's it going, Roy? How are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Josh? I'm good. I'm I'm a little choked that I wasn't able to get on yesterday when uh, during the M uh, one hundred three debate. Uh, but that's a whole other subject. What was the What was the subject? Uh, what were we on? Oh, the, yeah. You got, uh, yesterday, y'all were talking about the M one hundred three going through Parliament. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I wish I'd have been able to call, but I was working so I couldn't. But um, well, I always appreciate my, my your calls, my friend. I remember you well. I have to be I have to be on my tippy toes when you call, paying attention, yeah. paying attention. So the uh, for me the uh, the controversial thing it isn't so much controversial for me because I uh, my religion is an atheistic religion, but um, I don't see why the hell we are our tax dollars go to support religious institutions any of them Sally Ann any of the uh, universities and whatnot they should not get one red dime from tax dollars they should be standing on their own and so we should with. Uh, they should be withdrawn. They, they they should not get a, one of our any of our tax dollars. So if they if they want to raise if they, if they want to raise money for their good deeds, they do it on their own. That's right. They stand on their own, just like any other business. Do you provide the them? Do you provide them with any? Do you provide them with any tax exemptions? Yeah, no, no. Does any other business get tax exemptions? I mean, I'm sure some do. But, no, but the they're doing I things. Know. They're doing good. They're doing good for society. Yeah, if I go and I, I go out and I do good on my own will, you know, to make myself feel better or whatnot, I don't get any help from the government. No, yeah, that's true. Business does. Sometimes they get a tax receipt, right? Yeah. Which I can understand that. Yeah. But uh, as far as tax funding, no. So when I do a, a once in a while, Josh, once in a while I do a voiceover for somebody and they don't want to pay me. Yep. 
and it's for a good cause. And I say that's fine. And yep. so they'll, they'll often suggest, look, we'll write you a check, and then you write that check back to us, and then you can claim that as a tax deduction. Yeah, a tax, a tax receipt, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Same thing you get by if you, say, donate to a United Way or something. Yeah, those yeah. What I'm saying, though, is if a, um, a I don't know, let's make make up a, a church. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but, you know, church A, B, and C. Yeah. Uh, church A, B, and C is getting some sort of exemption to be able to exist, to be able to facilitate their beliefs. Yes. Why should they get that exemption and then, say, this barbershop right next to me, not? I can't disagree with you, actually. I'm, I'm, I was trying to, but I, I can't. I really can't disagree with you. I know, like I said, for me, it's not controversial. I know there are some, uh, particularly those whom you know are of the, uh, you know, believing in the mythologies and whatnot. Uh, they do find it controversial. But well, we'll see. Well, you know, we have we have 19 minutes left, or 15 minutes left. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> you got that. Eh? Uh, and uh, we'll see. Maybe somebody will call and take a different position on this. I, I rather like this uh, bringing up controversial issues. It just occurred to me while I was speaking with my last guest. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate your call, sir. Yep. Cheers. Have a good one. Have a good one. Uh, Roy Green Show, Chorus Radio Network to Toronto and Sheila. And I know Sheila has a very controversial thing oh, to yes, say. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Hi. Hi there. Uh, yes, I have had uh, a number of debates with people about vaccines and uh, the thing is, Roy, I had I got Lyme disease, and with it, I got a co-infection called mycoplasma. And mycoplasma, I, well, I don't know if you realize this, but most doctors don't know how to treat Lyme disease, so I've had to do a lot of yeah, research. I know that. I know that. I've had to do a lot of research myself on all these things to figure out what to do for myself. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, it's all working out for the good. But in the meantime, what I got into was um, all this information on what our electron microscopes are finding now. And our latest information is that uh, there is a percentage of vaccines that um, have mycoplasma in them. Well, I know what the hell mycoplasma does because I just uh, had about 10 years of it. (laughs) And uh, it can kill you. And it's related to ALS, MS. So let me let me let me let me let me ask you this: Do you find Sheila yeah. that when you bring up the issue of vaccines, even if you bring them up with friends, coworkers, somebody who's known you for a long time, somebody who likes you, respects you, do you find that that is then a very controversial issue that that the demeanor changes, their attitude can change, and they can just actually become somebody else? Well, the people that really know me well and know that I'm a good researcher, no. Mm-hmm. The people that I, you know. Um, have an acquaintanceship with, uh, yeah, I'm a conspiracy okay. theorist, and I'm saying, no, I've got the actual, look it up. Okay, my dear. I, I look at. I appreciate what you're saying. I just don't want to. I don't can't get into the whole details of how you feel yeah, about yeah, vaccines. Yeah. I just want to find out what people consider to be controversial issues and see if there's any response from the general public or whether it's six out of ten people in Canada who think anything's too controversial for me to reply to anything. Well, that seems to be, and people are suffering for it. So. Exactly right. Exactly okay. right. Thank you, Sheila. We cannot be afraid to speak up and speak out. We must not be afraid. We certainly don't have to be afraid of people we hire to manage our affairs, i.e. politicians, who are generally the first to start pointing their fingers, ugly, crooked little fingers at us. 
Well, some of them are ugly, crooked little fingers. And accuse us of being whatever it is they think we are. Don't give up your right to freedom of expression, freedom of speech. What do you consider to be a controversial issue these days? 800-263-2428 across Canada. Um, should religions, churches, any religious organization get tax exemptions? Some's from Josh. Um, are kids better off with two, two-parent families? That was from Dave, in, also in Vancouver. And uh, Sheila's thoughts were about vaccines. She has issues with vaccines. We're going to talk to Judy when we come back at 800-263-2428. What is controversial? Can you think of a controversial issue? And if you want to respond to any of the calls we've had, 800-263-2428.